Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and patriots of all ages, welcome again to In Black and Right. We are the new definition of color commentary. And as always, I am Jerry Brooks, your host and tour guide through the alternate universe of Joe Biden's America, as well as the baby-faced assassin of all conservatism, fighting for free speech, freedom of thought, and other freedoms that our Constitution guarantees. You can contact us by email at inblackandright at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, inblackandright.net. We've got some interesting things on board uh, on the website right now, plus new items in our online store, some great new t-shirts and more designs that are to come. But today, uh, well, we're going to just get into last night and all the primaries but right now the big news today is economic according to the wall street journal the dow down today 1000 and over 1100 points and most of that was triggered by target the second largest retail chain in the country reporting earnings that were 25% less than estimated. Target loses 25% of its earnings in one day. And Walmart's not exactly in the best shape either. The nation's number one uh, retail chain. They've lost uh, quite a bit of its value as well in just the course of 24 hours but target 25 percent loss of earnings wow that's crazy folks but hey this is joe biden's america all that inflation all of these price hikes nope not his fault absolutely not his fault And if you're crazy enough to believe it, then man, can I get you a psychiatric evaluation for your birthday or Christmas? Because this is crazy. I mean, folks, I'm just blown away. I mean, we are essentially in a recession. Now, it's not been confirmed yet because the second quarter uh, reports aren't coming out until early July, but... It's not exactly a stretch to say that uh, we're not that we're in a recession. It's just a question of how bad. I mean, we've lost. Or we had negative economic growth at 1.4 percent at the end of the first quarter, and we don't know what it's going to be like in the second quarter. But still, we've got all kinds of indicators, all kinds of indicators, not just food prices. Not just fuel prices, but also and housing costs. You've also got the cost of building materials, which is affecting the home builders and construction. Oh man, it's a mess all across the board. But nope, everything's fine. 
and Biden is still more concerned about white supremacy being an existential threat given what happened at the grocery store in Bal uh, Buffalo, not Baltimore, Buffalo. Uh, and yet, this is a man completely divorced from reality. Completely divorced. I mean, disconnected, like, you know, like unplugged from reality. This is nuts. But yet, the man is still nuts. He is still going around acting like the president. He has got no operational control whatsoever. None. And yet, the economy continues to be a full-blown, full-grown mess. And it's not getting any better anytime soon. So, yeah. Hang on, folks. And we're not even in summer yet. And that's going to be, after Memorial Day weekend, that's going to be the start of the summer season. Folks who want to go on trips, vacations, are going to have a heck of a hard time because it's going to cost a whole lot more to do it. A whole lot more. And I don't even want to know what's going on there. And plus, also, you still have to deal with uh, various sundry other things, like the Supreme Court decision about Roe v. Wade. Uh, that's still not out yet, but at least economically, just if you're going to try and do something, go on a family vacation or anything, just, just get ready because it's going to be sticker shock, whether you're driving flying or whatever mode of transportation you're going to take it's still going to be a mess so yay happy i didn't want to start off with that but th that news about the economy was just far too important and what's going on in the markets but of course the big story yesterday were the five primaries that took place in the country uh, kentucky was one Oregon and Idaho were two more, but the big ones that got the most attention were Pennsylvania and my beloved home state of North Carolina. And Trump-backed candidates uh, in North Carolina did amazingly well. Uh, amazingly well. And the ones that he had endorsed for house races uh, all won their primaries. The only exception, and really was quite the exception, was Madison Cawthorn in North Carolina's 11th district. He lost his primary to State Senator Chuck Edwards and conceded, uh, conceded the campaign. And I thought, wow, I mean, that was pretty rough, but that was really the only sort of... Uh, down spot, down, that, anyone that had a downside. Of course, the big one was Congressman Ted Budd, who won the Republican primary for the U.S. Senate, beating former uh, North Carolina Governor Pat McCrory uh, in, in that primary. So Trump did pretty darn well in North Carolina. Uh, now, Pennsylvania is the one that is still a little bit of a mess. Uh, yes, uh, for the governor's race, Doug Mastriano, who was a state senator, won the primary, uh, endorsed by Trump, for the 
uh, for the governorship of Pennsylvania. Uh, also, uh, others, uh, other races that came Trump's way. But now, of course, the big one, the big one that everybody had been focusing on, the U.S. Senate primary for the Republicans. Dr. Oz, Dave McCormick, Kathy Barnett. It was a three-way race going into last night. But uh, uh, Kathy Barnett ended up third, uh, so she's out. But now it's really neck and neck with Dr. Oz and Dave McCormick. And And the difference between their vote totals was... 0.02 percent which means by pennsylvania state law it goes to an automatic recount but the thing that's really annoying to me and it annoyed president trump is because of wait for it mail-in ballots yes mail-in ballots oh great isn't this fun mail-in ballots again you're you're having to deal with this in a primary what is the deal? I just truly do not know what is this love affair. Well, it's actually not really a love affair. It's an obsession with the left. Oh, mail-in ballots. Oh, yeah, and drop boxes. And we, it's like, folks, no, no, no. Do not rest on your laurels on this one. And this is just a primary. We're already having trouble with mail-in ballots. Now, next week, next Tuesday is really the big one and that is george the georgia primary and oh man brian kemp is apparently breaking out all the stops he's brought other rhino never trumpers like pete ricketts the outgoing governor of nebraska uh chris christie former governor of new jersey and why he's in georgia of all places i do not know uh, then you throw in Doug Ducey, the mess that he is, uh, coming in from Arizona, who's on his who's on his way out in a few months. And then you throw in Mike Pence, the former vice president, who is somehow trying to uh, rehabilitate his MAGA creds. And uh, yeah, he's going to have a whole lot of trouble with MAGA and Ultra MAGA, whatever the heck that means, and especially in a place like Georgia, Mm, especially after what happened with the runoff elections uh, last year. Oh yeah, that's going to be a mess. That's going to be a whole lot of fun to see how these anti-Trumpers are going to do. I mean, these are totally establishment total rhinos and they're a mess so it's going to be real interesting in a state like georgia that has been traditionally a red state for years now all of a sudden you've got republican governor but two democrat senators why no 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 this is this is crazy and even the people I know in Georgia, and I have friends who live there, are trying to sound, try to tell me somehow that Kemp is the only one who can take out Abrams. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think so. I mean, 
what we've heard so far, and it's still going on, these uh, lawsuits that are going uh, against the Secretary of State, uh, and that Governor Kemp didn't do his job, and didn't want to do his job because he didn't want to rock the boat. Same with the head of the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. They didn't want to do anything, and neither did the Georgia Attorney General. So there's a lot of folks who are very upset over election integrity. And this is why Trump has put together his own team. From David Perdue running for the governor's race, Jody Heiss, going for Secretary of State and challenging all of these Georgia Republicans who seem to be very establishment and very rhino, who don't want anything to do with MAGA or the American First Movement, which is too stinking bad, but there are a lot of people who are very upset. And plus you have all of the house races in all of the districts down there. There's some, I mean, Vernon Jones in Georgia's 10th. Of course, you still have folks like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and others who are very much involved. And they're running for uh, various congressional seats in all the districts. So this, so next week for Georgia, that's going to be a stone cold trip, y'all. So hang on for this week as all of the campaigning, uh, Trump versus the establishment in Georgia, whew, this one can get real interesting, really stinking fast. And now as we're also going to be waiting for the results of the recount uh, for Dr. Oz and Dave McCormick there in Pennsylvania. So that's going to be a big one. Uh, in the sense that, at least with the legacy corporate media, if for some reason that Dr. Oz doesn't win, and McCormick does, now, of course, wait for the mainstream media. You know, if should this happen, it's going to be, oh, so see, Trump's not, imp that's, Trump's not that important. He doesn't have that kind of influence. I said, <clears throat> uh, ladies and gentlemen, just as a side note, after last night, uh, President Trump's endorsement record is 85 and 3. 85 and 3. And we haven't even hit Georgia yet. 85 and 3 is a dang good record no matter how you spin it. Now, of course, they're, you know, leave it to the mainstream corporate media, the false prophets that they are. They're going to continue to speak lies, you know, as the spawns of Satan they are, that Trump doesn't have that kind of pull. I said, really? You don't get a record, an endorsement record of 85 and 3 on a fluke? You, you just don't. So, eh, who knows? This is going to be fun because we still have a ways to go. Um... Because Georgia is going to be an important one. There are other states too. But I think it's going to be... Georgia is going to be really the telltale sign of Trump's influence and how the America First crowd, I guess the Trump deplorables, 
feel about issues like the economy, like voter integrity, uh, and all of that. <clears throat> so yeah, this is going to be interesting to see. Uh, are we going to have a 2,000 mule situation again this November? Because I'll guarantee you in an awful lot of places, these Democrats are not going to win seats, not without some serious cheating and some serious uh, corruption by judges, by election officials, whoever they need to have in their pocket to make sure that they win. So keep that in mind, folks. I mean, we've still got a ways to go. But we're getting to a lot of the big states already, the swing states. And who knows what's going to happen. We still have places like Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan still left to do their primaries along with other states. So this is going to be fascinating to watch. Oh, and yes, my friends, <laughs> great little story from the Epic Times. Now, Nina Jankowitz, the Minister of Truth, the information or disinformation Zarina, has apparently caused quite the stir because the disinformation board has been paused and put on hold for an indefinite period as Nina Jankowitz has subject, have su submitted, I should say, submitted her resignation as the head of the board. Yay! Oh, 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 oh. Absolutely, my friends. Yay, happy. Now, of course, I don't think this is going to stop it. But the fact that Jankowitz, I mean, only three weeks after the announcement of the formation of this board, now it's having to be put on hold. <laughs> okay. Whatever. But I'll tell you, it's going to be fun. It's going to be absolutely tons of fun. Now, granted, it's going to be interesting to see if they still try to go to go through with this, who's going to be the head of the board? Uh, I don't know, but the fact that Jankowitz is out? Yay! Now, I was beginning to wonder what happened here. Now, here it is, May the 18th, but interestingly enough, a story that was printed in Revolver News on May the 16th uh, by Darren Beatty, who is the editor of Revolver News, and you'll love the headline. Biden's Minister of Truth, Nina Jankowitz, participated in secret NATO-funded cabal to subvert Western democracies using disinformation as cover. Now, this is not, again, this is not conspiracy theory. Because the, um, because Revolver, which is a great independent media uh, organization, finds things out. They find things out. They do some digging. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be putting the a link to the story because you really need to read this, folks, and understand what's going on. Now it has to do primarily with something called 
the Integrity Initiative. And you and some folks might not, you know, you don't pretty much nobody knows what it is. Um, but apparently this integrity initiative was really nothing more than an organization that was funded by NATO secretly and they used all kinds of tactics to put forth their own agenda. So this is really amazing and it includes <laughs> it includes uh, uh, the story includes all kinds of uh, leaked documents that Revolver got a hold of. Plus, they've tra uh, they've transcribed uh, the text of a lot of this, so it's a lot more readable. But and <laughs> it, and leaked documents had Nina Jankowitz had her name on a group of documents. It is just ugh. I mean, it's amazing what you could find out just by doing a little digging. So, yeah. This is a story you y'all need to read. I can't get into it because it is just way too long. And but if you really want to know what's going on with some of this, I'm wondering with this story that appeared in Revolver 2 days ago, could that have led to uh, Jankowitz's uh, resignation? I don't know. I can't say with any real certainty, but the timing is looking really dang interesting on this. Hmm. Apparently, Mayuckas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, apparently who's with a straight face, goes before the legacy media and says, oh, she's just fine. She's wonderful. She's an expert in this. I said, folks, when you hear something like that, I automatically just throw up a red flag and go into red alert because this people like her are just absolutely a whole new breed of scary. And apparently this isn't her first rodeo because she's been doing it for years. It, it is essentially smear campaigns. What the what corporate media is doing to school board moms and dads who are not happy with what their school board is pushing on their kids and indoctrinating their kids with. Oh, oh no, they're, they're domestic terrorists. And the FBI whistleblower who gave proof of this to members of Congress, you know, yay, at least the FBI's got some decency, but... Ay caramba, using the Patriot Act on school board parents? Still is, it's still evil, evil to me. Way evil. But yeah, this is, uh, this is going to be interesting. So after all of these uh, primaries are over, and even before they're over, and also we're still waiting for the official decision from the Supreme Court on overturning Roe Ro v. Wade, and I'll tell you, it's going to be one crazy summer because if you happen to be American first, if you happen to be MAGA, a Trump supporter, they're going to talk about you like a dog.
They will treat you like a dog. They will lie about you. They're going to try to turn you into essentially nothing more than the Antichrist himself. And yet, the false prophets of media and the DNC and wherever else you can find it, all that dark money from people like George Soros and other way out in left field wackadoodle evil billionaires, it's like, folks, get ready. Please be ready because it's going to just plain be ugly on all fronts, not just economically, but in other ways as well, because free speech is going to get, is they're going to attempt to squash free speech, considering look what's going on with Elon Musk and Twitter. And now with the Twitter, with Twitter stock being as much of a mess as it is, and uh, Elon Musk putting the deal on hold because he wants to find out about the number of bots, fake accounts that are on Twitter. I mean, heck, it's been an internal audit with Twitter found that half of Biden's followers on Twitter, they're bots. They're fake accounts. So, hmm, I just continue to pray that the truth will be exposed and will get out there because the more that you know, the more powerful you become and you can realize the tactics that are being used against you. And, and then, yeah, we do not believe that ignorance is bliss here. Ignorance is fatal. And I even put it on a shirt. So, ah, my friends, anyway, we've still got uh, quite a bit going on. But for today, I'm just simply going to call it quits just for today and be back hopefully tomorrow. I've been in the middle of some uh, medical procedures and, and testing, so it's been a little rough on me, but I will still be out there looking and learning and getting all sorts of information to you that you're not going to find in the mainstream media. So for now, have yourself a great hump day. I'll be back soon. And remember, patriots come in all colors.